Chapter Eighteen of Trains at Work. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Trains at Work by Mary Elting Folsom. Chapter Eighteen Narrow Gauge Trains when your grandmother was a little girl fast trains ran from coast to coast and slower ones climbed to towns high in the mountains superhighways for automobiles and trucks were something that only a few people even imagined then so if freight and passengers were going very far they had to travel by train mountains gave railroads a lot of trouble because it was hard to dig wide roadbeds along the steep rocky hillsides or to push them through tunnels in solid stone one answer to the problem was to make the tracks not so wide and the tunnels not so high and the trains not so big these railroads were called narrow gauge gauge means the distance between the tracks the trains looked like toys but they carried on their jobs perfectly well a narrow-gauge engine and cars could whip easily around sharp curves, hugging the side of the cliff. The pint-sized locomotives pulled heavy loads. Elegant ladies and gentlemen used to travel in the tiny cars, which were just as fancy as the big streamliners are now, maybe even fancier. When good highways and huge trailer trucks came along most of the narrow gauge railroads stopped running a trunk and trailer cost a lot less to operate than even a toy-like locomotive and freight cars but in a few places you can still see the little giants at work for instance there is the edaville railroad which runs through the cranberry bogs in massachusetts the narrow gauge edaville trains haul boxes into the bogs where pickers fill them with berries then the loaded cars take the berries out to a cleaning and sorting shed for shipment to canneries and stores on many trips the edaville trains carry passengers too for people love to ride behind the old-time engines the man who owns the railroad lets everyone travel free but if you want a souvenir ticket, you can buy it for a nickel. End of chapter 18. Recording by John Brandon.